you are never going to buy a property for the rest of your life. How does that make you feel? Stay tuned. Let's talk about it. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 438. You're never going to buy a property. How does it make you feel? It's a good topic. Oh, Welcome, Mark. <laughs> it's a bit of a different one. When you, it does. It hurts when you just say it. And I think what really I, – yeah, I, I'll bring up this graph just quickly because I think this – a lot of people won't sort of believe it, but – there was a post on LinkedIn that I saw which to save a 20% deposit for Sydney, I'm not sure the purchase price they're basing it on, so it's like 11 years. And I think if we all look at a lot of how our society works, not many people are that consistent at anything. So for 11 years for one goal, I think a lot of people will struggle to do so. And what's that? if that purchase price is 500 grand to buy somewhere like Northern Beaches, it could be 20 years. So half your working life or a third of your working life to buy a property. So if that's the case, what does that mean? What can you do? Do you just blow your mo- yeah. money frivolously, live week to week? What's your thoughts, Mark? You know, it's just one of those things where, you know, we get drowned with you should buy a property from the age of, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, all the way up until you buy something. It's a little bit of one of those questions of when are you going to get married <laughs> or when are you going to have your first child or when are you going to have your next child? It's um, <clears throat> it's a, it's an expectation of society that a lot of people have imposed on them, put on them, not necessarily right, not necessarily right. Why do you have to buy a place? What is, what is the social pressure around it um you know i I remember reading something on john simons who um started aussie home loans sold it for a fortune to commonwealth bank uh john never believed in sleeping on your money uh, so much so that i think he didn't have a principal place of residence a home um until he was in his like mid 50s 60 i think he was so he pays to rent yeah, so, you know, there, there, there's the old adage also that you're sleeping on your money, um, that a lot of people have a premium property or a really good property that they just sleep there, that, you know, they have their money sleeping, they don't have rent coming in on that investment. Um, so it's a really interesting thing that we're, we're, we're forced to think. Yeah, and I sort of like to compare, say, to the US where – they're not, especially after we spoke about Simon Polito, they're not very, they're not like us where it's that property buying, capital growth, sleep on your money, long game. They've got a lot more of a, property is a lot more transactional and they're, I don't want to say more entrepreneurial, but I think they would, growing up, it was more let's create an idea, create a business where our generation or our Australia, we're like buy a home, sit on your basically that's your way to create wealth. And in America, it's create a business and two very different ones. So, how do people make if 
how can people make that mix in Australia? I think the share maybe investing in shares is probably a big way where in, as long as you're using your money correctly, so instead of blowing it out, blowing it on weekends, you're buying shares, but you may not be buying property. Because at the end of the day, it's a strange concept because a lot of the time you're borrowing, you're borrowing huge amounts of debt. So is it better off to get smaller gains in the share market where you're not paying interest and then capital gains over the long haul than property? Because what's it, if you borrow, I, have, I looked at it the other day, if you borrow a million dollars, aren't you paying back double that over the 30 year term or close to? It's, it's a lot of money. Um, it's a hell of a lot of money, but you know what? It's it's there's a couple there's a couple of really important things to consider. One pro is that it is tax free money. There's not much in Australia that you can actually do that doesn't involve. There's not much money you can make in Australia that doesn't involve paying tax to the ATO for. Um, generally, I can't think of anything else that you can do that you don't have to pay tax for when you make money. But property ownership is tax-free if you live there. As a pro, that means that you're going to buy something for 500000 it can grow to a million dollars, and the tax department doesn't want any of that money. Um, that's a pro. But to go back to what you said, Michael, um, I think as long as you're doing the right thing with your money, and yes, you're paying a lot of interest with property, but I think if you're investing your money on a sure thing, not a that's the, that's part of the goal with property that there is an assurance that it's going to perform well sometimes a stock or a business you can lose it all yeah and the the tax-free thing yes on the one property but there's a lot of there's a lot of um i wouldn't say well once you buy one the pressure is then to buy two three and then you don't have that tax benefit but i think we've got a very strong well, we just capital growth. A lot of other countries don't have capital growth like we do on property. And I'd love to learn more on the economic reason reasonings behind that on a lot deeper level rather than immigration and all that stuff. But that's what we've got behind us. And I think that's why we're a lot more rather than start a business, buy into business, buy property. It's been proven since. Yeah. Like, we, we need a post of property prices from 1971. Houses have gone from in new like anywhere twenty six thousand to two million. So why wouldn't you just be jumping on the bandwagon, especially if nothing else changes? So I'd love to know what our audience thinks, guys. If you've got any comments, this is a live show. Let us know what you think about the fact that you're never going to buy a property the rest of your life. That concept it does go against the concept of what we're always spruiking, which is buy, 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 get in, get in, get in, get in. But there's definitely yeah. some merits in that. Now, another thing as well, well we're not built to buy properties. Joined in. That's off like 11 years to save for a 20% deposit, and we, I don't know the purchase value. It could be a lot higher if you want to buy Northern Beaches. So that sort of stems where some people won't be able to keep up their consistency for 11 years. Like that's you get married, it's going to chip away your savings wedding i think we've got some comments there as well but guys you know another thing as well we're not we're not built to work and we're not built to buy property we're built to live so i think that there's there there's definitely a certain sector of all people in the market that it's 
you know, it's 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 a beautiful thing just to if you want to be an artist and you just want to paint, what the hell does property ownership got to do with that? Do you know what I mean? So there's this there's this also this element of like, you know, why are we so drummed in and focused to just like, oh mate, we just gotta buy something, you just gotta do the right thing, you just gotta to listen to what everyone's saying, you just gotta buy, you just gotta buy. Um living and breathing and what life has to offer is not just about property ownership and i, I accept it's our job and we love it what's that mal got to say then you i think it was on the principal place of residence then you get people that move every three to five years banking on capital growth on your principal place of residence you know what i also think as well the pressure to buy is because we have a society that works and it's also an, e an easier way for parents to know their children are disciplined putting them into debt so they've got the responsibility. Like there's so many benefits to having that responsibility more than an investment side of things. Seed planting. Yeah. It's it's almost, it's you know, I think for a parent, like on the back of what you just said, Michael, it's it's like plant a seed for later, plant a, 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 plant a tree for later, a, a seed that'll grow later rather than just, spending spending and spending and spending <clears throat> and i think that's the government's philosophy as well they want people to self-support themselves when they come into retirement and property you know ownership allows them and that's why the government's giving these tax incentives to do that um something you remind me of before michael on how spoiled we are on capital growth we are definitely a country that makes an enormous amount one of the highest amounts of property growth through our lifetime um to give you an idea i was in i remember i was in alaska on a tour bus and um you i think you've heard this one michael and everyone yeah. was saying uh hey how's property price prices doing here to the tour guide that was on the mic and the tour guide goes you know this has been a great great market in alaska she said to give you an idea i bought my house for $89,000 and I was like oh wow that's pretty cool and I'm thinking $89,000 was and she goes now worth she says something like $97,000 and everyone's like wow you've made like 10% in seven in, in, in a seven year period whereas Sydney almost does double in that in a, in a 10 year period and I thought to myself we're a lucky country. 100%. And just off Admal's comment, it would be interesting to know what percentage of borrowers put in a 20% deposit. I reckon the trend is now growing towards 5 to 10%. 100% agree, which will be interesting over 10 years. But I posted something a month ago, which it was basically the value of property was, say, $10 trillion, and the value of debt to property was like one trillion. It was something outrageous because I've been seeing a huge trend of smaller deposits over the last couple of years, which can be unsettling, especially if it continues for another 20 years, that will definitely be very, um, I'm just trying to find, I might find it after the show and I'll tag you and Mal. But it was, yeah, basically, I, would, I reckon there's a few people on LinkedIn, like a Tom Hawley, Christian Stevens, Danny Doff, they always post some really good stats. I haven't seen something about 5% borrowing percentages, but it would be interesting. But even though it is a lot compared to the whole market, it was, there's probably 90% of properties with 90% of property value with no debt. So when people think of a bust, 
this is where I always sort of push. I don't give much um, credit to that argument because most owners have no debt on their property. When you compare 10 trillion value to 1 trillion debt, it's a very stable economy. Even if the prices do go down, people are not going to rush to sell because they're not going to have the pressure of repayments. Where properties declining, yeah, where properties, where a bust will cause the reaction um, of people rush selling is maybe people who have a high debt volume, but the majority of people have no debt or a low debt volume. Therefore, a dip in the market 10, 20% wouldn't create that chain reaction. Obviously, to some people it would. A lot of people have bought in the last couple of years, but it wouldn't have the property market tumbling down like the media like to throw out every couple of years. So, Michael, before we sign out, you're never going to buy a property the rest of your life. Your your conclusion on the comment? Um, then look if you then look for something else with the same sort of end goal. Is it is creating a business? Is it shares? Something you gotta do something. Yep. My uh, comment, my comment on that would be: you're never going to buy a property the rest of your life. Exactly off the back of what you're saying. In addition, make sure it's safe. So, you know, if you are going to do your business or you are going to do your stock, in that first part of your investment career, just make sure it's a safe one. You can't afford to be speculative on on that investment. Make sure it's a trialled and proven investment like property uh, on, on the first part of your, your investing. So these are people that are between 17 up to 35. You sort of want to get that shit right up front. Um, in addition to that, uh, happy Easter to the Greek community, to the Serbian community, to the Russian community. It was the Orthodox Easter yesterday. Happy Easter. I got really... I got really fat at my mum's. <laughs> In addition to that, congratulations to the people that bought a uh, 1.9 acre property from us on Saturday night at auction. Uh, it was a very long negotiation, went into the night, and uh, 4.8 bought them a beautiful house. If you're interested in having a look, 7 Morgan was the property that we sold on the northern beaches, really close to the beaches, you know, really close to the city. Um, you know, like 10 minutes to the beach, 20 minutes, 25 minutes to the city at a beautiful setting. It feels like you're, you're in the country. Uh, that's all. And out of interest, Michael, you asked the question this morning, so other people must be interested. Um, the people came from the Queenscliff house to have a, uh, a bit of a farm life on the northern beaches. Yeah, and it's a very unique position because, like, basically two streets back is your normal 600 Admiral cryptocurrency, yeah, that's going to be the next thing crypto, <laughs> because crypto, Bitcoin, China are going to create a, a, a digital a digital yen. They're about to release. There's theories that the US are doing the same, inflating their dollar and then creating it with the digital dollar. So currency. Too little, too late, I reckon. Elon is backing it. Yeah. Have you heard of Elon's um, internet thing with satellites? Satellites go up and then you've got your Wi-Fi. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's 55 US a, uh, a month and it's, it's quick. It's quick. Yeah. It's like normal is like, a, I don't know, but technology is going to be huge. But um, the thing I want to just to wrap off what we're saying with business, 
think, Mark, especially with a lot of the access we do to the commercial market, how many great businesses we, we see and they've never bought a property but they've created a good and they've just smashed it. And, the, and then they come to buying property at, say, 40 years old after 20 years of a successful business and then they buy property. So yeah, I don't think there's anything just right I don't. I think just follow your passion, guys. Just you know, do what you love, and uh, and at the end of the day, the, the money will come. Uh, but at the end, but also just don't be silly. You know, if you can be paying money to yourself instead of a landlord, um, and it's just it, and it's it's not a particularly hard move to do, then do that as well. So yeah, yeah. alrighty, that's the wrap. Everyone, Thank have you. a great week. Cheers, bye. <laughs>